Welcome back to Des Moines Dragons Presents Warlords Crisis Tournament. I am still Tim Overton, and with me is Emma. Hey! We're back in the saddle, ready to play some games, and we left things off on a cliffhanger, so we will get into things quickly. But first, a little order of business. We need to do the end of session stuff uh, so that we can get our experience points and do any leveling that needs to happen. Mm -hmm. So let me pull that up. All right. So the first thing would be any um, bonds that we feel are resolved. We don't have any bonds at this moment because we're still by ourselves in this lonely, awful world. <laughs> so we won't mark any XP for that. Um, let's see. Once bonds have been updated, look at your alignment. If you fulfilled that alignment at least once last session, then mark an XP. And then we'll answer the three questions. And what is your alignment? Um, I went with good. Yeah. Did you feel like you aligned with good last session? Um, slay a menace to the innocent. Um, I mean, let's see, did I, I don't think I killed anybody last time. Yeah. I feel like the alignment that it offers there is like a suggestion. Um, oh, okay. You know, it it's doesn't have to be exactly good. that. Yeah. All right. Well, I mean, I, I had call yeah. um, that I, I mean, I kind of. I tried to offer him some food and then he ran away from me and then, yeah. you know, I like kind of yeah. did some blade work on him <laughs> and then, and then I felt bad. <laughs> so and then I, you took care then of I him. took care of him. Now he's like hidden somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> hopefully fine. Yeah. Hopefully fine. I mean, he's got some food, so I guess. That's pretty good. <laughs> so I feel like that's yeah. good. Right. It all equals out to good. Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> I would, I would allow it. Okay. Great. Thanks. I feel like call got what he deserved. <laughs> he did. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. So that's one XP. All right. Then we have these three questions. Uh, first question is, did we learn something new and important about the world? Uh, yes. Yes. Yeah. I think it was last time. I'm trying like the two have blended together, even though I just yeah, listened to them. For sure. Um, but yes, we we talked about the um, Nephilids. Nephilids. Mm -hmm. mm. Yeah. Uh, so we, we learned about that in the the salve, the vegetation yep. thing. Um. So yeah, I would I would definitely say yes. Yeah, we have. I would agree. So that's an XP. Okay. Cool. And then it asks, did we overcome a notable monster or enemy? Um, I'd say not yet. Not yet, maybe. I mean, I'm hoping that I don't die in this. Yeah, <laughs> me too. <laughs> That'd be most unfortunate. <laughs> um, so not quite yet. Yeah. Uh, but okay. last question, did we loot a memorable treasure? I mean, Carl gave know. me the mirror thing. Yeah, that's but true. Like, I don't, so I don't know if that's counting as looting. Yeah, not quite so, looting, but I would count it still. You I acquired. Mean, I acquired something? Yeah. Okay, all right. All right, we'll put that. Yeah, yeah. Got to get these XP. Yeah, right? I got to save myself. <laughs> I don't have a cool fairy like <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> floating around me. Yeah, exactly. Um. All right. 
So those are the end of session questions. So now we know how much XP we got for that last session. We mm -hmm. can move on to this current session where you are feeding one of the Neothelids, a uh, giant worm uh, with tentacles coming out of its mouth, its giant maw, and it's towering over you in the night sky. Um, and then also in this altercation is a gleaming warforged robot hunter man with mm -hmm. a hunter mechanical dog uh, as well. Right. And at this moment, as the uh, worm is towering up over you, the warforged is taking shots at the worm. Uh, you're doing your flawless blade work there. Also, over the hills comes a small band of teal guardsmen. They're wearing their tarnished teal knight uh, armor and uh, carrying a banner of two wings, uh, white wings, and they are cresting this hill, and now they are in full charge uh, at what appears to be your general position. Okay. Uh, I, I can't tell at this point, then, that they are either charging at me or this robot dog slash man thing could be both uh, could be mo both yeah or the worm or the worm um, yeah a lot going on here mm, i mean the teal guardsmen don't seem overly friendly in most scenarios that i've run into i would say um <clears throat> but i i think i want to try to take down this worm. I don't know that I want to kill it. I want to see if I can, like, tame it, wrestle it. You know, I kind of want to see if that's, like, even a possibility. Because if I can, like, use some mind skills or, you know, whatever to, like, try and overcome this and ride it, man, that'd be freaking awesome. That would be really cool. But I don't know if this is a possibility. But, you know. We can try. We, we can roll the dice and see what happens. Yeah. All right. So, my... 2d6 yeah roll 2d6 and why don't you add um i don't know what would be a, a stat that you think would help you in this what are you going to try to do here that's going to uh, tame this beast or try to connect with it mentally mm, that's a good question <sighs> is it your charisma your wisdom your intellect i mean i'm high in dexterity and intelligence so um If it's a worm thing, does it like really have a back? Like, is that a thing? Like, is there something a, that's a vertebrae, vertebrae all throughout it? Okay. Um, I kind of want to go for an underbelly thing because um, mm. that's where it's most like vulnerable, right? Mm -hmm. Like. Because if I can reach its most vulnerable spot, then maybe showing it that I have the option of killing it will, like, overcome this beast. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I think I'm going to, like, do, a, like, a rolling dive and, like, slide under this beast. All right. You get underneath there. You're, yeah. You find the underbelly. It's kind of... Uh, coiled up like a snake almost and it's rearing okay. its head and so you can kind of ascertain from those dimensions where the belly would be great um, um okay 
So then, let's see. The worm shudders and moves. Its sway is massive. You can feel the air press against you. The teal guardsman coming closer, and the uh, robotic man begins taking shots at the teal guardsman, dropping one and then another one. There are six remaining. Well, that's cool. Um, It's a good thing I helped that guy, I guess. (laughs) So I think I'm going to put my hands on... I'm going to still ignore what's happening out there, and I'm going to put my hands... Uh, one hand on the the softest part that I can find of the belly of this worm thing. Um, and I think the other part I'm going to, um, I'm going to use my, my parrying dagger and just kind of like poke it so it knows that I can if I want to. Interesting. Like, like a, like a warning type of deal. So, um. Yeah, I'm going to try that. All right, why don't you roll and add your intelligence? Okay. Come on. Six plus two. Eight. Uh, plus two, ten? Ten is a success. Yes! So, yes, the worm gets the message. It feels the threat that you have uh, delivered and feels this level of trust now beginning because it is a alpha predator. It recognizes now that there is something greater that is... Uh, could possibly threaten its uh, command in the chain of food. Yes. So, so <laughs> the the worm uh, lowers itself and slowly coiling to the ground until its mouth and tubes are just uh, on the surface of the rock, and uh, its mouth is open and heaving this giant breaths, uh, hot air and uh, sweat saliva is spraying out. Great. <laughs> um, all right. So at that point, I'm going to um, climb up on its back um, and then just kind of take a look around and see what what's going on if we have some more Teal's Guard, Teal, Teal Guardsman, uh, and how that other robot pairing is doing. Sure. Yeah. You, you nimbly and deftly climb this worm. Um, it, you're, you're able to climb up its sides and get to a point at the top of it. Uh, there are like rogue hairs, thick and coarse on the, uh, worm's body, like feelers that are used to sense the rock and you can grab hold of those and kind of cool. nestle yourself in there. Perfect. Um, the uh, the teal guardmen are now rushing uh, the warforged uh, uh, hunter and his dog. The dog breaks off from gnawing on the worm to go attack these teal guardmen. Um, the the warforged takes another shot and drops another uh, teal guardsman, and then teal guardsman throws a spear and it lands and hits this dog mid run. Uh, the dog takes the spear in the uh, flank and uh, limps to one side and is stopped in its tracks. The Warforge sees that you are now mounted on top of the worm and is very confused. <laughs> as he should be. As he should be. <laughs> okay. Um, at this point, then, I, I guess I grab a hold of... Um, you said they're like little feelers? They're like whiskers. Whiskers? Okay, yeah. I guess. Like giant whiskers. Whiskers. Um, gently. Um, and then I kind of turn 
um, the worm and guide it to go towards the dog first. Okay. Um, Because I want to try and pick up this dog while this giant worm thing is going. Yeah. You know, kind of like hang on with one arm and kind of like dangling off the side and kind of, you know, scoop up this dog. Yeah. Um. I feel like that's like a dex move. Roll, roll uh, plus your charisma. Charisma? Okay. Yeah. Oh, good. That's one of my lesser qualities, but whatever. It's a seven. So, yeah. Yeah, that's a success. Uh, the worm at first doesn't seem to acknowledge your commands, but then it slowly begins to uh, heave its way over to the direction you're intending, and kind of like riding a, a ride lawnmower. It just turns in its 360-degree radius, and <laughs> it, it slowly uh, begins making its way toward the mechanical dog. Great. So then I just keep on um, guiding it. You know, I'm. we're both learning that this, this thing, because, you know, I'm sure he's never been ridden. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, come on, we got this. <laughs> and then I'm still trying to, like, hang off <laughs> this thing. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Uh, while the while trying to like communicate, this is what I want to do uh, yeah. to this nephilim. Yeah. So you hang on, and you still communicate, and Earth is being scooped up into its maw and processed through its body and excreted out its back, and it's slowly making its way. And the teal guardmen begin to s- see that you're riding it, and are now throwing and firing arrows, um, throwing spears and firing arrows at your direction. Fantastic. Okay. Um, so I just keep going. Um, I don't know which side they're on of me, um, but I feel like the worm can handle it. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna just go full steam ahead. Still, um, still making my way towards this, this thing. Um, hopefully, Mister Robot Man is gonna keep on helping me out here. So. Yeah, he's firing at the teal guardmen, dropping Great. them one by one. Great. Right. So, the, yeah, then I, I just finally reached this dog, hopefully, yeah. at this point. Um, and then, yeah, he's, you said his flank. All right. So then I'm going to use, like, you know, all my strength that I can to, like, grab this dog, mm-hmm. kind of, like, hoist him over my shoulder, you know, like, and then uh, try and, like, communicate to get it to go on the thing but that may not work so i'm just gonna hold him you're gonna hold we're gonna hold this dog this dog is whimpering in your arms and it's mechanical whimper yep um and now i'm gonna try and like i'm gonna use all my force that i can possibly muster (laughs) and get right myself back on this worm yeah um because you know now i'm still hanging off (laughs) with one hand yeah Hanging on with one hand. Yeah. And then, yeah. Side saddle right in yeah. this thing. And yeah. Now yeah. You scooped up the dog. Yep. And now you're climbing back up. Yep. So why don't you roll plus strength to perform that athletic ability? Oh, good. Okay. Come on. Come on. Be strength. Oh, a 10. Yes. Yes. Excellent. So you succeed exactly in doing that. Yep. No problems. Woo. Um, the dog is scooped up. The mechanical man is now very confused and is worried about his dog. He starts to take oh. shots at you. Oh, oh yeah. No, that might, totally makes sense. Must be stealing your dog. Yeah, uh, yeah. No, that totally makes sense. Okay, so um, I am gonna go. I'm gonna go charge at these teal's guardsmen with this 
you know, full bore, full, with worm. yeah, full bore with this giant worm. You tear <laughs> and into these teal guardsmen. You absolutely crush them, like running, running traffic through them, and they're knocked aside. Their shields and banners are cast aside, and the churned up with the soil and the earth. Uh, they are absolutely like scooped up into the mob. This neothist lid. You see like tentacles like reach out and grab and strap onto the teal guardsmen as they try to crawl away and then get pulled into the worm. And, <laughs> and just greeted like compost yes, on yes. the other side. Just churned up. Yes. You can hear the crunching of metal as the rocks and things combine with the people meet inside. Yay. <laughs> she cheers <laughs> internally <laughs> and maybe a little externally too. <laughs> a little external cheer a little is admitted. external cheer, yeah. Um, I think after this, um, she realizes this guy is going to probably like, you know, beat her up if, you know, she doesn't return his dog and she doesn't really want the dog anyway. She's just trying to help. So, uh, I think she stops the worm. Okay. Um, yeah. And leaps off and gets the dog. Okay. So you've got the dog, you leap off the, uh, warforged man, uh, reloads his uh, rifle quickly, mechanically, Mm -hmm. and then. Uh, once it's loaded, is staring you down silently, waiting to see what your next move is. Um, now that you're holding his dog, I'm holding the dog. I am going to step forward and put the dog down. All right, the dog uh, is released. You see the dog um, uh, hobble back over to its master, kind of a jumping, leaping, hobbling. Um, the warforged uh, hunter um, raises a hand just straight up and open palm and puts his hand back down. Great. Uh, I think Kiana does the same same movement um, just as a sign of respect. Yeah. Um, then you hear this mechanical voice. You are warlord. Yes, I am. Are you? I am. Well, I've saved your dog now. Does that mean we don't have to fight? (laughs) Or can we come to another compromise? (laughs) Since I also tamed this worm for you. I am open to consideration. Great. I offer a game of chance. Well, I'll take that game of chance then. Highest roller. Deal. All right. He produces this pair of gleaming dice, 2d6s. Um, out from a pouch. Um, the dog kind of mopes forward and then its back opens mechanically and is flattened out into a surface to make a small table. Oh, well, that's handy. <laughs> they do a lot of camping. Oh, I see. <laughs> to pass the time. Yeah. <laughs> got it, got it. Um, Um, because I offered the challenge, I'll roll first. Great. 
All right, here I we accept go. Accept these terms. The Warforge rolls the dice in his hands and lets them go onto the table. <laughs> A 12. Oh, oh my gosh. <laughs> that means I'm going to die. <laughs> Great. <laughs> All right. Uh, so then Kiana takes up the same gold <laughs> dice. Mm, yep. And she rolls more again. Knowing that this is not going to probably end well for her. <laughs> and she drops them onto the table. <sighs> you did not just roll a 12. <laughs> <laughs> wow. A stalemate. <laughs> Whew, that was a close one. <laughs> well, now what? <laughs> well, Warlord... I think this duel is a draw. Unless you got better plans. No, I'm good. I'm good. Thank you, though. You going to take that there Neothalid? I am, actually. Yeah, I think that he's going to be very handy going forward. All right. The big game is yours. I've got my own to find. Thank you. Um, Is your dog going to be okay? Thank you for caring for him. I'll make some repairs. He'll be all right. Oh, good. I'm glad. Well, good luck. Well, thank you. And uh, if I see you around next time, won't be no dice. I can live with that. And then the man turns and walks away. Uh... Back toward uh, where he came from in the north. Um, you are now saddled atop an ancient Neothalid giant worm. And you have lived to see another day in the tournament of Krasis. There are bodies and armor strewn about of the Teal Guardsmen. What would you like to do? Um, I think that I am going to, as highly doubtful as this is, uh, get off and I'm going to take a look and see if there's anything <laughs> useful <laughs> in the remains that hasn't been eaten by the worm. <laughs> right. In some of the um, bodies of guardsmen that were shot early in the altercation, mm-hmm. you find one of them has a scroll matching yours that is the map uh, with the active dots placed on it. You also find in a bag the head of a warlord, unmistakably due to the neck tattoo of the tower on the what's left of the head. Oh, okay. Um. And the map is exactly the same as mine? It, it appears it, to be it exactly the same. Appears to be exactly the same. Okay. Um, well, since I already have a map, and I don't need a head, um, I think I think we're going to... Um, 
We're going to study my map and see what's next. Okay. Right. We'll study the map. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back. All right. So we were studying the map. Yeah. Um, I have the map here and here. Uh, let me pull up. And I don't get anything for like defeating except somebody or stalemating for somebody with somebody, right? Like Nothing for a stalemate. Okay. I didn't think so, but I couldn't remember. Yeah. Um, oops. Ooh, fancy. Okay. Oh, I like that. Yeah. Um, nice map. You are in these Southland areas in the east. Okay. Um, there are further eastward islands floating in the sky. There are mountain tops visible to you in the north. Mm-hmm. Um, the land is torn in places, and you can see that near the center, there's a bit of green still from where time is still falling. Mm. And are there any dots around me? Yes, there are dots around you. There are dots uh, here and Kay. here and here and here and here and three here and near you exactly not as much not there's just the okay. the one walking away from you okay huh. hmm, one walking away so and he's walking he's to the north yes okay so probably don't want to go and encounter that guy again um, and you said there's someone like in this area? Yes. Okay. That one, correct me if I'm wrong, is the closest to me? Yes. Okay. Let's let's head for that dot. Okay. As you head for that dot, um, it'll take several days journey. Um, many things are likely to happen in that time, but we'll head west. Okay. Heading so, west. So, um... Um, I'm guessing some. I ate some rations. Yes, you consumed several rations. Several being how many? Three. Three days travel. You're able to make it without any altercations. Ooh, okay. Oh, that's right. I have some down there. Ooh, yeah. okay, good. I was like, oh no, I ate them all. <laughs> no, I didn't. <laughs> Just used up one. Okay, cool. And would you like to maybe roll to see if during that time you were able to forage so you can gain back some rations? Yeah, let's do that. Let's try a roll. Just a normal roll. Eight? Yeah, you get back a ration. Yay. I'm not a half bad elf. Yeah. <laughs> um, you head west, and you arrive through a thick, dead forest... Uh, you leave the barren lands and rocky outcrops of the worm and 
Are you uh, taking this worm with you? Are you riding it? Or Yeah, I think I am. Okay, then you can make a lot more travel in that amount of time. So you arrive in the Queen's Garden, or what used to be called oh, the Queen's Garden. Wasn't that where I was from? Yes, it is. Oh, sweet. Yeah. Going back to my hometown. Yeah. You begin to recognize the terrain, and you find that um, you're able to actually uh, arrive back at the spot where you started when you were thrust into the portal. Oh, okay. Uh, the worm comes to a halt as you recognize the spot. Okay, then I think I'm going to jump down from the worm because I'm sure riding a worm is not the most comfortable thing in the world. I'm going to jump down mm-hmm. and uh, just kind of take a look around, see what's going on. Yeah, you take it all in. Um, there are ruined trees and sparse wildlife about um Queen's Garden used to be a beautiful place where uh, the noblemen and ladies would retire uh, from the kingdom to go on hunting parties and splendor in the wonder of this beautiful curated garden. There was also a very sacred tree at the center of this garden that housed the goddess of life. And that tree is now blighted and ruined. The goddess is gone. Trees are mostly dead, and life in this forest is all but not. Um, you remember as it was. You remember it as a beautiful place, and it pains you to be here, but it still has the ringing memory of home, and you're able to close your eyes and still feel the wind through the leaves of this place. Um you're able to pick up a trail. Uh, it's days old now, maybe a week or more, but being an expert elven tracker, you're able to find the unmistakable uh, path of your party, uh, your children and your mentor and their cart from where it was to where it rolls now. It's a bit like being on the surface of the moon. Not much uh, changes, so. Got it. Okay. Okay. Um... and i've been gone days at this point yeah Hmm. can i detect out how long it was that they Is that something I can detect how long ago they left this area? You estimate it was a couple weeks. A couple weeks. Okay. Well, then there's no point in following it if it's an older trail. But I think it gives her hope um, that they're still alive. They're still doing well. um, Or at least when they last left this area. Um, So it just kind of gives her... Um, a a boost, a moral boost, I think, mm-hmm. especially after being so um, deeply troubled by the the queen's garden and what's left. Yeah. Um. So how far away am I from this dot at this point? The dot that you were following 
appeared to approach a law from the Queen's Garden. Okay. And as it approached the central part of the green of a law, <laughs> the dot skipped past a law and arrived on its opposite side, now closer to Sif or the Nord Peaks. Oh. Wow, little boogers transporting <laughs> or something. Okay. So is that still the closest dot to me, or is there one closer now than that? Now the one, one. closest to you is are the three in the wall. At the center of the map. And they are, are they all like together? together or are they kind of spaced apart does it look like they're traveling together i guess they appear to move in formation <clears throat> and where's the sun i guess at this point are we is this again more like golden hour are we thinking like this is like the sun is just rising you know with the time being all weird i just didn't know yeah. what we're thinking like in the middle of the night like at this point, the sun's rising. It's rising, okay. But it's rising in the west. Okay. So, Kiana just sits there a minute staring at the map, trying to weigh her options, because on the one hand, she's got this big, giant worm. Um, on the other, it's in the, a major city. Um, and I don't know that she, she's wise enough to know that that, you know, just destroying an entire city probably isn't the wisest of decisions. Um, unless she murders everybody in the village. Um, so I think she's going to try and reassess her, options um what other what other dots are around that's not a lull i guess there are dots to the west of you near the empty lake um there's a dot in the tower of scissoric um There is a dot actually south of here. So there's one to the west and one to the south. They're a bit further away. Um, let's try, let's try demolishing a tower. Let's, let's do a tower thing. Okay. So you travel west from the Queen's Garden. Uh, you travel through marshland and into a dry lake bed. And you immediately recognize this is the area that you were transported to initially when you first stepped through the portal. The, the battleground of fog and darkness. And the looming tower that was hovering above. It floats above the earth. Its construction continues on now with the light behind it in the west. You can see that stone flies up to its towers and completes the parapets. Um, it's still under construction, and 
appears to float and spin just slowly. So I've been here before, and I know I've used Detect Magic already, and I think it's just everywhere. Yep. So that won't help me. Um, so if construction is, is it going on right now? Mm-hmm. And are there just a lot of individuals working on That's this That's the thing. thing there's, there's no one there. No one is there. Things are just magically flying up. And completing the structure. There doesn't appear to be any doors. I urge the worm to go closer. I should probably call it Neothloid, like it is. Well, whatever, worm. <laughs> um, <clears throat> so I urge it to get closer. I'm, I'm going to look for something to just grab onto so I can examine it closer because this dot has to be somewhere in this area. Yeah. You approach and it feels as though looking at the map and comparing your dot to the dot you're searching for, uh, that the warlord you're looking for is within the tower. Great. Okay. So yeah, I put away my map and then I urge the worm forward. Um, I think I urge it to do like a circle, like a 360 around the around this tower, just to see if I can see anything. Um, yeah. You spy a uh, an opening that wasn't there before. Um, Traveling in the circle around it, you uncovered that the opening had been left open. Excellent. Um, so I urge the worm to get up close to it. Um, and then I think I'm going to climb up its neck and then jump into it. You jump in. Great. Um, I think immediately she pour- pulls out her uh, parrying dagger and her uh, rapier. Yeah. And looks them around. Stone lines the walls of this temple-like building, uh, great gray stones. Um, The spin of the building is now um, inconsequential to you as you become part of its motion. The sense of floating, you don't feel as though it's floating above anything. It feels like a solid surface as you step onto it. Um, There are lights down the hall torches and the hallway leads toward a grand staircase in the middle of it um there are rooms adjacent throughout and you can see uh several of the rooms their doors are open there are master bedrooms um great dining halls uh rooms with player pianos and uh different uh instruments Um, one room has a bar, um, you pass all these rooms and you enter into the main area with the grand staircase. 
There are no signs of life and no sounds. Uh, I think Kiana is very much um, on her guard still. Because it's not everything is that how it, you know, it appears. And she knows this. Um, um, and it's just a staircase. Mm-hmm. That's the only thing in the room. Mm-hmm. So she'll, she moves silently and quickly to the staircase and just, I think, first puts, like, one foot tentatively on the staircase just to see if there's anything that happens or that way she can kind of jump back if it's a, you know, trap or something. As you put one foot onto the staircase, you hear a clop of a nice shoe against marble at the top of the staircase. You look up, and at the top of the staircase is this blue figure, a dark hue of blue, bald, eyes shut, and their mouth pried open with needles, piercing their flesh, pulling back the orifice to reveal their full teeth. The rods run into their neck, and then a cage of wires opens up their chest into a deep plunging V where you can see the writhing of their organs. The drapery falls to the floor in a black silhouette. And this creature chatters at you. Well, I think she's good at languages. I don't know that she would understand this one. Um, This is a creature she hasn't encountered before um, in a world that she, quite frankly, really doesn't know much about. So um, I think... So she asks this creature, do you speak the common tongue? a no it's like morse code um are you a warlord i am oh you do talk um and then a hand is raised and a orb of dark energy is produced and blasts toward you uh, she quickly um, puts both of her weapons in like a cross motion um, and dives, rolls forward. Um, Roll plus dex. Cool. Nine. Nice. Oh, I forgot. Um, plus two. I mean, I guess I didn't yeah. really need that part, but whatever. <laughs> you dive out of the way and you're able to take up a new position and you're ready to go. Oh, okay. Um, mm. 
another blast. Another blast coming at you. Fires. Okay, so then I think she's going to do a similar motion. Um, Yeah, she's going to do a similar motion, um, but to the side, to the right. Okay, go for that. Okay. What was that? I'm going to roll again. Okay. <laughs> caught in the All right, there. there we go, a 10. Yes. Okay. So you, again, deftly escape the blow, and it explodes into dark, chaotic energy. Great. Um, I think she's going to um, she's gonna light her parrying dagger um, with one of my, my spells, my cantrips. Yeah. Um, and see what that does. Um, with the, yeah. So now your parrying dagger is a source of light. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Um, it casts wicked shadows in this hall and up the grand staircase. The torches are are uh, put out, and the creature shadow looms huge above you in the grand staircase. So I'm going to run at this thing full on run um and then try to attack it with some blade work all right well i think that means that's where we're gonna leave it actually (laughs) that seems like a good place for another cliffhanger so we're gonna leave it there great great oh man oh two cliffhangers in a row too (laughs) what are you doing to our audience (laughs) they're never gonna want to come back (laughs) oh i hope i keep them on the hook i know we'll see um so let's do our end of session stuff yeah let's do that um let's see so first thing uh did you fulfill your alignment good i say yes i mean i didn't slay anything I lied. I I slayed some teal guard today. Yeah, you did. I mean, mow over some. Yeah, mow them <laughs> over. <laughs> I like that. Yes, yes. I did mow some over with my worm, yes. <laughs> my giant worm. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. this giant worm needs a name. Yes, you should think oh, of that for oh, sure. Yeah, I'll come up with something great. Okay. So yes, we. Got okay. So yes, plus some hp i don't think i've lost anything yet for hp no i think that you're still very healthy yes so then you get an xp for uh fulfilling your alignment yep got that one now the three questions did we learn something new and important about the world well i say yes because Previously, I don't think that she would have realized that you can tame a Neothlid. So yeah. I think that's pretty important. That's pretty important. Um, yeah. Now we know that. Yeah. Now we know that. So I'd say yes. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Did we overcome a notable monster or enemy? I mean, I think a giant worm is pretty notable. I mean, I didn't kill it, but yeah. it, it um, was overcome. I feel like it was overcome. Yeah, definitely. So I'd say yes. For sure. And then did we loot a memorable treasure? No. Nah, not really. No. Nah. 
forgot to do that. Sorry. My bad. <laughs> it's totally fine. I tried. I gave I mean, you an opportunity you there, did, too. You did, get, <laughs> you did get the map of another warlord, which I guess is... I mean, I didn't take it. You didn't really take it, I though. I didn't take it. Yeah. I was like, I have one. You got one. I mean, if there was something different, I would have been like, yeah, yeah. let's snatch that thing up. But yeah. I'm like, yeah, I got one. Yeah. Nah. Okay. So then how much XP do you have now? 27. Really? That's fast. Yeah. You're not combining HP and XP, are you? I don't think so. Okay. So you got 27 XP already. That's awesome. I hope not. I don't know. Maybe. Am I doing that wrong? Possibly. Just 27 seems like a lot for a third session. If we're making maybe four XP at no, a per session. Maybe that was different. Oh, maybe I was combining the two. All right. No. So your HP so I should know be... I, had, I know what it was before, so okay. don't worry. Okay. Okay. So I know today we got six from yeah. before and now. Yeah. So, and what do I do with that? Again, I forget. With XP? Yeah. What do I do so with that? So, you just collect that, and then okay. eventually you'll level up. So... Um, okay, and I haven't leveled up yet. Not yet. Okay, got it. So, you, you're still at level three where you started? Yes. So, as soon as you get oh, 10 XP... Oh, that's down here. Oh, okay. So, that was seven from before. Okay. Wait, why does that say 10? 10... When you XP. get to 10, that's when you level. Ha, that's why. Yeah. Okay, so then I had seven from before and then six today. So I did level So up. now you're level four. Ha, oh, yay. And I think you have three XP left over then. Yes. Yes. So I'll put three XP here. Boy, I'm going to... All right. Yeah, I was doing it wrong. Sorry, Tim. No, no Good problem. Thing you're getting, you're keeping me honest here. Because I want you to level, so uh, you'd be the first one to level so far. Woo! So. so three XP. There we go. Four with three. So when you level, you get to increase your level by one. So you're now level four. Yes, got that. You also get to choose a new advanced move from your class. Ooh, yay! Hmm. Hmm. And then you get to choose one of your stats and increase it by one. And that may change the modifier. So remember, you're changing the base number, not just the not the modifier. So, for instance, if ah. you're so like the you know my you dex your, is like sixteen already. Then it would be seventeen. Seventeen. And that so might make it a uh, plus. I think it would stay a plus two still. I think you have to get to eighteen to make it plus three. Okay. Okay. Um, or if you change your constitution, um, it'll increase your maximum and current HP. Because your your HP is your constitution. Oh, plus um, eight plus constitution. Yeah. Ah, okay. Okay. I see. This was 21. Before I started making weird things. Okay. Um, yeah, I think, I think we should do that one, the constitution. I feel like that would probably be advantageous in battles yeah for sure so we'll put that one as 14 yes yeah okay so, so now your health is 22 22 i was like i don't okay good good excellent okay that's it for this session then yay uh anything you'd like to plug i mean this isn't like this is like 
everybody should go skydiving. That's my that's my plug. I saw you did that. That's so cool. That was so freaking awesome. I that's been on my bucket list forever. And you know, I was like, you know what? I'm gonna do it this year. This year, I'm tired of saying next year. I'm like, (laughs) let's just do it. And uh, so yeah, no, that was such an incredible experience. Des Moines skydivers would recommend. They were great. Um, Yeah. Yeah, it was. It was awesome. I don't know if they have any more for this year. I don't know if they're doing that anymore this year. Um, well, maybe October. But regardless, would recommend. It's in Winterset, so go check them out. Hell yeah. All right. That's it for this session. Uh, but stay tuned because the next Des Moines Dragons Warlords Crisis Tournament is coming up right now. Woo! <laughs> Welcome back to Des Moines and Dragons. My name is Tim Overton, as always, and with me now are two people together at the same time. We have Matt. Hello. And we have Jason. Hey there. This is very exciting because, as the listener will know, this is the first time that two players have been in the same room together. So we're going to play some Dungeon World here, and um, uh, I guess we'll just jump into it, uh, unless there's anything else that needs to be said. I think so. Yeah. Yeah, let's do it. Okay. So, um, Godikari, where did we last leave you? I believe I was in like a burned down forest area and I had just had an encounter with some like ninja person. Yes, absolutely. Uh, and they ran off. Correct. Scared them away. Yeah. You still have a riddle hanging over your head. Yes. Um, what was that riddle again? Let me find it. Yeah, I think think i got it this time i speak without a mouth and hear without ears i have no body but i come alive with wind what am i a terrible riddle Ooh, i believe this is my life on the line here an echo that is correct your cog suddenly wakes up and is alerted to the fact that you have solved this riddle the cog takes a moment and closes its giant eye and you can feel it communicating and it opens its eye and speaks the warlord has been eliminated congratulations i bow my head a little bit in respect to the issuer of the challenge and continue on with my meditation all right now uh Kage Inu. Yo. Uh, where did we la- last leave you? Uh, me standing victorious over mountings, mounts, uh, like mounted dead bodies just piled high because I'm a slaughterer of yeah. lives and yeah. a taker of souls. Yeah. Um, yeah. So we killed a bunch of Nimrods that thought they were going to take me out, a bunch of these fucking Teal Guard guys mm-hmm. that seemed to be. I don't know, oppressing the oppressed, the already massively oppressed denizens of this fucked up world. Um, so yeah, killed some teal guards, and then uh, there was this really cool encounter with um, 
some kind of like uh, I, I guess I call him a gadgeteer or something, yeah. but he was like a lizard man who had built some sort of mechanized kind of like throne chair kind of thing, and he was using these little gadget dudes to attack and 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 such. Um, and it was pretty hair raising, but uh, ended up um, eliminating him. So that yes. was what we kind of ended up. And I think, I think really we just kind of ended it right shortly after that fight. I don't think there was much was exposition it. after that. Yes. So you uh, you were heading toward the city of Sif um, and looking for some civilization, I think. Yes. So you continue on your way. Um, you hear uh, sounds of engines roaring as you approach the city. You can see off in the distance a ruined city with its fallen timbers and ruined mortar. Uh, the city lies in a valley... As you descend from the peaks of the barrens, uh, the weight in your back of all of your prizes uh, gives you some small comfort as you uh, progress your way through the tournament. Uh, you've collected now the maps of several warlords uh, and sacks of gold. Um <coughs> Yeah, there was, there was that one situation that was uh, kind of something I hadn't thought of, which is people had either gotten access to a map and they were actively hunting warlords so that they are themselves aren't in the tournament, which I find interesting, and I'm kind of curious about their motivations. So I'm kind of pondering that um, as I'm traveling to the city. But also, you know, I feel like I've gotten this... Uh, maybe it's a, I don't know if it's a compunction or something, but I'm, I feel like I'm checking this damn map too often, yeah. you know, constantly keeping appraised of where these dots are. Um, is there any warlords that are within the city at this time? There are three dots. Okay. Um, are they located near each other? Are yeah, they, they far away? In the formation. Oh, interesting. Okay. So we got a team. We got a squad. All right. Well, um, they can see me, so I'm not going to, I can't really hide. Um, although I am curious, maybe we'll talk about this later, but I'm thinking about that tattoo that's on me. Um, okay. So I'll just keep making my way down into the city. All right. You make your way toward the city and the dots don't move. Um, you, you make your way to the city and at the city gate, there is a guard, uh, uh, dressed in shabby clothing, but with a pike in hand. And he says, who goes there? I just pull up my sleeve and show him the mark. Says, ah, yes. And then moves carefully out of the way. I kind of eyeball him. Like, as I walk by him, I just constantly make eye contact with him. Like, don't get in my way. Yeah. Um, And then stroll in. Yeah. Uh, You stroll into town. There are people going about their day um, as much as they can. Uh, carrying buckets of water from the well that is near dry. There are people at mar- market stalls. There are people who are uh, fashioning things, beating on metal to create makeshift weapons or armor from the waste of what's left. Um, anything you'd like to do in particular? Uh, I 
probably need to um i've got a decent amount of like foodstuffs and things but you know i kind of actually would like to like see if i can get cleaned up a little bit um maybe uh over you know look over my gear see what needs to be repaired really kind of just try to you know i spent a lot of time out there it's time to kind of just get things in order a little bit make sure things are in working order make sure the armor is actually holding together that kind of stuff yeah and then um Maybe just check out a shop to see if there's any, you know, sundries or whatever useful items that I could maybe barter for or trade for. Sure. So why don't we go to the shop first? Okay. So uh, the shop is near you. You see that people are going in and out of this market stall. Someone's barking, haggling with uh, a customer. Uh, You approach and the man says, wait your turn. (laughs) <laughs> I wasn't really getting in front of anybody, so I'm kind of like, all right, everybody's a little on edge in this yeah. world. I totally get it. Yeah. All right, so um, while I'm waiting my turn, I kind of just am looking around and seeing if there's anything on display or you know, you know, things like that. There anything are, that catches the eye of someone like myself. There are um, basically it's a bunch of garbage. It's like gourds that have been hollowed out used for carrying water um there are just like scraps of metal and things small cups um there are um like there is a a small trinket uh some kind of bangle a band um there there isn't much around there are some small foodstuffs like loaves of bread and things like that um yeah there's not much here okay um i'll wait until it's on my turn to be dealt with all right uh they finish haggling the woman leaves uh with her things and he says next i'll step up and i'm eyeballing the kind of like the scrap metal pieces that they have um that this that they have available or whatever and i um they have anything that may be used to be able to reinforce uh, pieces of armor or anything like that? Yeah, they do. They have um, just, uh, yeah, um, a riveting gun and a uh, slats of uh, steel that are in a pile uh, rusting away. Okay. Um, I gesture at the, the pieces, you know, this kind of scrap steel that's up there. I go, how much? It's, uh, uh, the guy kind of eyeballs over you, looks at you and clocks your tattoo and it's, um, it's, it's five gold pieces a pound. All right. Um, I say, let me choose. Oh, yes, warlord, of, of course. So I'll kind of dig through it and find the, you know, the best pieces that I can. Um, and you know, whatever it weighs, I'll trade. Yeah, that much steel you trade uh, be. I don't want to go over like ten pounds or anything like that because I don't want to add too much of to my uh, encumbrance. But yeah, so we'll say maybe eight pounds. Okay. Five gold pieces a piece. That's forty gold pieces. Okay. Fair trade. I'll do it. All right. Um. The man is like trying to hide his joy. I mean can't take this money with me yeah. i mean really let's right. be honest 
I, and frankly, I'd rather get rid of it than have it be a, another thing that people are targeting me for. Right. Um, so I'll take that gold or not the gold. Sorry. I'll take the pieces of steel that I have and I'll go, you know, that's when I'll retreat and kind of look over my armor, see what pieces of that new stuff that I bought. If I can like, you know, fix things, reinforce it. And if I need to, I'll look for somebody that might be able to do some smithing or something. But that's sure. basically it is. I'm just going to try to get my stuff back into back up to snuff. Sure. Especially since those little things or whatever were kind of like damaging the yeah, metal. Yeah, they were. So, yeah, they were chewing on it. And yeah. Uh, okay. So you retreat then you're able to find a space, a ruined house that uh, is unoccupied and you're able to unsheath yourself and take down your armor and uh, look over the damage and things. You see that the the creatures did a fair amount of damage that definitely needs to be repaired. Um, You are able to um, make some minor repairs to your armor. You're very familiar with your armor and with the process. You've worked on it before, so will say that you're able to succeed in doing so. And now you've got uh, chunks of steel in places hanging and, you know, riveted together. And it it's a decent job. Um, it's not sloppy by any means, but with the materials you have and what you've got, it's the best you could, you could do. Um, sure. Sounds good. Now, what else would you like to do? Um, now that I feel like I'm a little bit back to uh, fighting shape... Um, I think what I'll do, because I, I have plenty of water, I have plenty of dungeon rations. Uh, I think I'm going to kind of go check out what those three dots on the map in formation are doing, because they're not really moving, and I'm just kind of curious about it. Actually, just as you say that, the three dots take off. You're looking at those dots, and you see them leave suddenly, and you hear from the city the sounds of engines leaving, and you clock that there are... Uh, uh, there's a motorcycle, uh, uh, kind of a car vehicle, and then like a larger uh, truck vehicle. And the three of them are all leaving the city, heading east. Huh. So we see different things here, I know. Um, are these vehicles like commonplace? I mean, is this pretty strange? Or it's, I mean, like, I get the sense that my character would be like, what the fuck is this? These vehicles, they're like... They're kind of like your armor. They're cobbled together. They're, you know, that kind of Mad Max. Yeah, like, sure. You know, uh, vehicle. So the people around uh, the city are used to it. You might be surprised, but these people are familiar with these these characters and uh, know that they are also warlords. So hmm. they're pretty used to the coming and going of these warlords. Okay. Well, I mean, if they're leaving fine by me <laughs> you know yeah. for right now I, i've sensed that people will come looking for me too so yeah. um i'm gonna take the take this as a chance to kind of you know decompress a little all bit. right so i'm i'm not in a big rush we return to uh Godi kari in the ruined forest what would you like to do Godi? i'm gonna take another quick look at my map to determine how close i am to the nearest civilization there is a city of Alal, the central jewel of this land. Uh, it's in because you're in the Queen's Garden. You're very close to Alal. Um, it's in it's northeast of you, and there are also three dots there uh, in a formation at its center. Uh, there are other cities. There's cities. Uh, there's a small encampment to the south of Alal called Mosh. Um, oh, that door is locked. Um, 
We're going to take a quick break. So there's the city of Mosh. Uh, it's not really a city. It's, it's like I said, an encampment. Um, and, but the biggest city would be Alal, and that's within the bubble of time that is still falling. All right. Are you recording? Yep. Okay. Perfect. Yeah, I think uh, I'm going to head toward that encampment to the south of Alal and see what we got going on there. Okay. You start to head to the south toward Mosh. Um, you make your way through this ruined forest of trees. It feels like death uh, is all around you. No matter where you turn, there's a creaking sound with every step and dry leaves and sticks break underneath your foot. You feel like if this place were to be alive, that it was once very beautiful. The trees are very wide and dense in this area. And so you can tell that this queen's garden was an important place that was well kept and as your senses uh, take in everything, as you do, as Godikari does, um, you feel like this place was once very beautiful, and now you feel a great sadness um, on this land. I'd say sort of like a, not necessarily a prayer, but just kind of a remembrance of what I believe this area to be, just kind of like a, like a general mantra of lo- something along the lines of, I appreciate your beauty, something like that, in that general scheme. Yeah. Um, as you're going through the mantra, a portal opens in front of you. I take pause and that's never good. Wait <laughs> to see if something comes through and kind of ready myself. You know, put up my put up my dukes. Nothing comes through except light. You see light on the other side, and a flat desert. Because the desert has a very strong pull to me. Uh, and I'm not really on a exact path. I see what is similar to a very familiar homescape to me and kind of just shrug my shoulders and I decided to head through the portal. All right. Um, Kage Inu. Yes. A portal opens in front of you. I immediately uh, get ready to fight. <clears throat> Already already well trained at this. Only a few of these damn portals, but they're never good. Yeah. Um, okay, what do I see? You see light and flat desert. So I think to myself, um, I guess the, anal- the analogy would be, you know, I feel like we're in a reality TV show. And the producers are trying to instigate some uh, drama and mm-hmm. conflict, mm-hmm. right? Um, the portals are not displayed on the map. Is that correct? Yep. Okay. Um, well, I've gotten kind of what I want here. Uh, I feel like I'm, things are repaired pretty well. And I look at Cog and I say, I suppose somebody wants some entertainment. The tournament demands blood. And it'll have it. I step through the portal. All right. Um, Tangan. That was really cool. (laughs) (laughs) Tangan, you are in a vehicle. You are heading west. And opposing you are three vehicles. A motorcycle, like an SUV, and like a sedan. But they're all messed up. They're all bleeding. You're still bleeding. You have seven health. Sick. (laughs) Sick. Yeah. 
Um, mm. One of the vehicles peels off formation as it, as it begins to approach you even closer. You see it go wide and take a wider stance, the SUV, and mounted on the SUV is a harpoon gun. There's someone up there with the harpoon <laughs> gun, and it goes wide and like ships, like naval battle, harpoons your vehicle right through the tire. Jesus. And you go flying. The vehicle collapses, and you flip over several times. I need you to roll plus I your so decks. so hard to get that vehicle. <laughs> and he just fucking shot me. Can I get a dice? Can oh, yeah. Some die? Got him. No, no, I'll take those ones. Because they're more comfortable for me, sorry. Fair enough. What I need to get above? Roll 2d6 and add your dexterity modifier. Two. Yep. Oh, I that. Bad luck. Ten total. All right, so you succeed in surviving the crash. Uh, you're flung from the vehicle, and the vehicle spins and explodes into a flurry of pieces and metal scrap. Um, oh, man. You gather yourself. Um... You see now the vehicles approaching as you are on all fours in the desert, collecting yourself. You are able to stand, and the vehicles are now upon you. They step out, vehicles still running. You see a large uh, crow-like humanoid, a bird in black, and a robe over its feathers. It... Uh, has feet of bird. It's basically a giant bird, but with people hands. Oh god! And with knives in both of those hands. Um, That's luck I run into. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> out of the uh, out of the car steps a tiefling, a demon woman with horns, all black, and a tail swishing behind her. She's carrying a pistol, uh, and she's laughing at your state. Uh, out of the SUV, uh, a man in full armor, a knight with a shield now in hand, and mm. a whip chain of chainmail. Uh, you see that the chainmail is like shredded chainmail and mm. has been turned into a whip uh, by this knight. Uh, I just ran into goons. Yeah. You you ran into three warlords. And they're just gang up like a crew. Oh, man. Next to you, two portals open. Thank God. <laughs> outsteps Godikari and outsteps Kage Inu. Hey, that's pretty sick. <laughs> it's our first gig together. Yeah. <laughs> this band is going to rule. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Uh, would um, everyone like to describe their characters since we're seeing each other for the first time? Well, I'm bleeding, guys. I look a little better usually. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but I'm a giant uh, Khajiit cat. Uh, oh, cool. Yeah, That's Shinobi right. Shinobi from like a village of all dead cat ninjas. <laughs> okay. <laughs> the only one left. I'm looking for revenge. Okay. Hell yeah. Uh, I'm a, a large, tall... Or just like a beefy, athletic, uh, coyote person, yeah. With like kind of shorn hair, and the tattoo is like shorn into my fur, and I uh, got like wraps around my hands. Just kind of like a general, like I look like a brawler. Dope. 
What kind of armor are you wearing? Are you wearing any? Very kind? light. Okay. Very, yeah. Okay. I would say I'm wearing a chain mail. Okay. A few tiny pieces of metal. So Kage Inu is, um, he, well, if I would have described myself like five hours earlier, it's a little different now, but uh, I come out, so basically you can tell that this person's kind of like a disheveled samurai. Um, so like I'm wearing like the kind of Hakama robes that they have, but they're all tattered and stuff. But like I've got like different pieces of metal and stuff kind of tied to it. So there's like ramshackle armor around him. Um, but he's got the big kind of the, I can't remember what that kind of hat is called, but yeah. you know, the, the yep. straw hat, but it's all kind of cracked up and broken and stuff and like really long kind of like tussled hair is flowing out. But you see these, he's a half elf. Um, and he's kind of scraggly, doesn't shave. Um, yeah, that's what he looks like. I mean, kind of, kind of steps out in this, you know, flowing stuff, looking cool in the wind. There's always got to be wind going yeah, on. Whenever yeah, somebody yeah. sees somebody for the first time, there's wind absolutely. blowing. Yeah. Probably some sort of music playing in the background. I'm not sure. But. Yeah, absolutely. Music, dust, flying. Yes. Right? All the cinematics. Yeah, absolutely. The portals close behind each of you. Um, it now stands three versus three. Uh, and the warlords are looking for a fight. So... We see the scene is there's this vehicles that have stopped. We see there's some wreckage. His if he was there's something burning and yeah. all destroyed, and he's sitting there bleeding. Uh, and used I would imagine the portals are on either side or something. We step out and yeah. we're kind of eyeballing each other from whatever. <clears throat> uh, I guess I'll just say I'll look at Cog. Are we? Is this a free for all or up to you, warlord? I look and see. I I see the one that's wounded, and I'm not interested in easy prey. So I look at him, and I look at the uh, knight, and I'm like, that could be interesting. And I point at him, I go, you. I challenge you. Accepted. And the man steps forward. Sweet. Um. The other two, the the Kenku, the giant crow, and the crow assassin, and the tiefling uh, biker, they step back and allow for the war uh, warlord duel to take place. They both laugh at the thought of uh, you possibly winning this fight because they both uh, announce quickly that this knight has never lost. None of us have lost. That's why we're here. And then I, I take my one of my blades out from behind my thing and sheath it and pull it out and it like you see this light and like tendrils come from this sheath and it forms this blade and it's purple and it's crackling and it's dripping and and I look at it and I go, You will feast today. And I'm talking to the sword. Yeah. The knight says no more. He takes out his whip and the chain mail and drops it to the ground and it just hangs from his hand. Uh, in this heavy weight, um, you feel in your mind something touch you. It reaches out. Oh, yeah. Um, a memory that isn't yours. A son in a battlefield, fallen. His limbs stripped from him, and the chainmail pulled off and formed into a whip. Okay. You will know my pain. Um, okay <laughs> i don't i don't remark or anything yeah. um what i do is i hit him with the eldritch blast 
All right. Roll for Eldritch Blast. Roll for Eldritch Blast. Uh, that's a hit. Um, so that'll be an 11. Yeah. You succeed with that blast. <clears throat> it explodes onto his armor. Deal your damage. Okay. Uh, three. Yeah. It, quick scorch marks of purple flame race across this pale armor. Uh, he retaliates by rushing you uh, with the whip in hand and comes down with the crashing blow of the whip. The crashing blow of the whip. I will dodge said clash, clashing blow of the whip. All right. Roll and add dex. Um, that is going to be a seven. You succeed, uh, but the way you roll out of the way puts you in a bad position. He's already doubling up with the second attack. Okay. He produces a dagger out of his side and it goes for a lunge at your face. Oh, at my face. Well, I don't want to get stabbed in the face, yeah. so I'll try to move my All face. Right. Um, and if I get an action out of that, okay, yeah, that's an eight. Yeah, you succeed in dodging your face. Okay, I dodge my face, and then what I do on my action, if I can, is what I'd like to do is I will put a curse on him. All right. Um, so what that's going to do is it's going to allow me to crit on him more and uh, give me a bonus damage. So All right. I, I don't know. Do I need actually a curse? I think I can just do I it. Think I you do it. Yeah. So I, I curse him with that. And then um, it's so basically what happens is a similar color to uh, what the blade is made of kind of forms around on the top of his head. It doesn't obstruct his view or anything, but it's like it's just on him. Um, and it's kind of like a beacon, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so I will then kind of shift back and get a little bit of distance from him. And then I'll do, you know, the kind of samurai sheath thing. I won't shoot the sword, but I'll do a lunge attack and do a, like a swipe across yeah. his midsection. Yeah. Um, yeah, why not? So that'll be, that's a eight. So that'll hit. Yeah, that'll hit. Okay. Roll your damage. Okay. So then I will get... Plus two to damage on him, because that's my bonus. Um, oh, how about that? Nine. All right, big damage. So, yeah, this is a terrible blow. It, rack, it racks him. Um, he takes the slice across the middle, and it, like, crashes against his armor, and it leaves a, a huge gouge in, the, in, the, in, his, in his armor piece, in his chest piece. Okay. Uh, blood trickles out of it, and you can see it hit the dirt. Cool. Um... So I'll circle around behind him since he's reeling from that. I feel like he's probably not as mobile as me. Um, maybe he's got shield, right, and stuff. Is he heavy armored? Like, would he be a, like a knight kind of person yeah, or something? Yeah, heavy armored. Okay. He spins wildly with the whip in a big circle and uh, tries to go for your head. Oh, okay. Uh, so what I would like to do is like kind of duck down and while his arm's extended, just do a stab up into his pit. Because yeah. it's probably not as armored. Um, let's see. Hopefully, I'll roll well. Oh, yeah. That's uh, going to be an 11. So, yeah. I'd probably succeed well You definitely there. succeed. Oh, yeah. No. Okay. Go ahead. Sorry. You can also add an additional D6 of damage if you would like to do that. If, uh, but yeah. that will open you up to attack. Oh, that's right. I forgot about that. Um, no. I don't think I'm going to do that yet. Uh, that's max damage. So, that's yeah. 12. Yeah. So, the arm drops the whip. And goes limp. And now he's just got his dagger in his off hand. And he's going for your face again with one more lunge. Okay. Uh, he will hit. He scrapes your face. He scrapes my face! Yeah. The blade goes right across your cheek and draws blood. Uh, does some amount of damage. Not much. Two damage. Okay. 
All right. I kind of laugh. <laughs> he spins the blade in his hand, and now he's coming down with a hammer motion. Negative. Oh, wait. I should have done something. So when he hits me um, on my reaction, I do my hellish rebuke. Oh, yeah. So this is kind of cool. So you see, um, when he hits me, the there's like um, some sort of force, and light comes from my sheath, wraps around me, and just explodes like around me. So um, that'll do... Uh, three damage. That's enough. Uh, the man uh, explodes with the damage and is knocked backward. Uh, the knight falls and does not recover. The helmet lifts up and you see that there was just a skull inside this helmet's head. Um, and the knight is no more. I'll cut his head off anyway. Yeah. Actually, what I do is I stick my blade down into his into through his chest and I just leave it there. And you see this... Like, just this pulsing coming from his body, feeding into the blade. Yeah. Uh, it's pretty fucked up. <laughs> and then I look at the woman who laughed, and I just look at her. Yeah. <clears throat> She's not laughing anymore. Thank God you guys came. <laughs> <laughs> All right. One more lord down. The Kenku uh, screeches and challenges uh, Godikari. Godikari uh, looks at... Uh, what was your name again? Uh, Tengen. He looks at Tengen, kind of like keeping an eye on him, but realizes he's been challenged and just kind of nods in acceptance. All right, so the Kenku is upon you already. It's leaping at you with both knives and is going for your throat in a slashing motion. What would you like to do? I'm going to kind of like take a back step and try to punch it as hard as I can in the All chest. All right, 2d6. Punch his ass. <laughs> A seven plus. I'm assuming strength. Yep. So that's my three. So that is ten. All right. So yeah, it, you succeed in punching in the chest, and it <laughs> stops this kanku right in its tracks, and it <clears throat> arms go forward, and um, it is like you can hear the breath get knocked out of its uh, beak, and it tries to recover. So it slides off your fist, and then it's going low, and it's going to try to jump up at you with both knives uh, toward your chin. Uh, as it's trying to jump, I'm going to sweep its legs. All right. Oh, and roll damage for the oh, punch sure. as well. So, and then eight plus strength, so that's 11. Okay. And then... And then do my sweep. Yep. That is another 11. All right. So you succeed in the sweep. You knock its bird legs right out from under it, and it's, like, trying to recover it. Wing stretches out and tries to... Stop it from falling, but it's on a off kilter position now. I'm gonna try to kick it in like its elbow to try to like fuck it up in the elbow. Yeah, go for it. All right, and the right arm. That is four instead. So that's ten. Yes, you succeed. It's now flat on the ground and deal your damage. That is there you go. Thirteen. Yeah, so that is serious damage to this. It's already like winded, knocked out of it, and it's just like. <sighs> it's going for a knife. It's trying to reach up and stab a foot if it can. Uh, I'm going to move my foot out of the way and use the other foot to kick in the hand to like kick the knife away. You succeed. They kick the knife right out of its hand. And then I'm going to step on its fucking neck. All right. You're stepping on its neck. That is another 11. All right. Would you like to deal your damage? Oh, yeah. 
that is. Oh, 12. Dude, you're rolling crazy. Yeah. So, yeah, you step on this thing's neck, and you can hear the breath go out of it. The life is leaving its body. It's just about to pass over to the other side. Do you allow it to happen? I look at deep in its eyes, and I... I, I not, I don't, like, verbally apologize, but I kind of give it, like, a very apologetic look, and I just wait for it to die. It takes some time. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I, I, would be, I, I would think that the cat person would be playing with its, yeah. its prey, but we've got uh, this coyote kind of doing the same yeah, thing. Yeah. Realizing <laughs> that it's suffering, I take my toe claw and cut its neck. Yeah, you succeed. The kanku is dead. The last remaining tiefling is now feeling outnumbered uh, and is starting to worry about their their life. Uh, the, the tiefling uh, flees back into the car and starts the engine. And uh, you can see it then get out, uh, out, of, out of its driver's side window a mini turret rolls over the window I don't even side. know what that is. Yeah, you have no idea what it is, but it's basically a a barrel of barrels <laughs> and uh she starts the engine and starts to go into like a donut uh go in a circle and revs up the mini turret. Uh what would you guys like to do? Um I'm just going to talk to them. I was like if you guys help me Kill this crazy chick. Uh, I'll, I'll I'll be loyal to you guys. I'll rock with you guys. Um, so I'm gonna try to shoot a fireball, not hitting these two guys. Yeah, I'm gonna try to spit it out. Go for it. All right. I haven't done one in a while. I get a plus dex. Yep. Cool. Seven. Two. So nine. Nine. So you succeed in launching that fireball, and where would you like for it to hit? Uh, just directly at her turn. Yeah, it, it directly goes through the window, past the mini turret, and it explodes the ammo belt of the mini turret and goes off in the cabin, and there's a huge fireball, and now the seating is all on fire, and the the cabin is on fire, and you can hear her like <laughs> laughing insanely. Um, oh, God. So she bails out of the car while it's still doing its donut and it's like bursting into flames. She gets to her feet and produces her pistol and points it right at you. Challenge you, warlord. Mm. All right. This is worth a nine lives. I'm dead. I'm down. Let's do it. All right. Uh, she, not to interrupt, but before I like uh, seeing that he was like injured before like the challenge, I uh, toss him one of my healing potions. Oh, great! Oh, yeah, I'm definitely. Thank you so much. Yes. So yeah, you chug that healing potion, and uh, let's see that healing. Po- How's that healing potion work again? Not, I'm not entirely sure. Let me find out. Probably does like a a D whatever. Yeah, the healing, I guess it's D eight would be uh, my assumption. Yeah, why don't we go with yeah your D eight because that's your um your hit die. Three. All right, we'll have to work. Got something. <laughs> yep. Better than that. Does it stop the bleeding? Usually. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Cool. That's helpful. So I'm at like what ten health then? Yep. Sick. You're no longer bleeding. Eight. Thank you, dog man. I owe you one. I'm just gonna raise my um, hand up like got you. 
she has a pistol? Yeah. I haven't used uh, the mental influence technique yet. Um, I think I'm just going to use it now. All right. Explain the mental influence technique. Um, so if I just get her to at least look into my eyes for at least two seconds, then I can get her under a mental illusion that I create and fabricate. Oh, cool. Oh, nice. Put her on like a mental block. So she's staring you down with these wild eyes. She's mm-hmm. laughing. And she locks eyes with you. Mm-hmm. And now she's in a different realm. Yeah. Explain exactly. that. Um, so she at what once saw like was all of us three there. She suddenly seen her comrades arise from the dead and start to attack her. And she's really freaked out. She's like, what are you guys doing? Yeah. We're friends. And then now she's in a mental battle with her friends. And now she's fighting the zombie versions yeah. of people that she just pulled up with. So you uh, see cool. her lose her mind and like she loses her senses and she tries to produce the gun again and just starts firing wildly into the desert at where her fallen comrades appear to be to her. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's lost her mind. I'd like to take a lunge with my short sword and just take her head off if I could. Go for it. Sick. Eight plus dex or yeah, ten. Yeah, you succeed. You take her head. Yeah. Wow. All right. Um, I'd like to catch it before it hits the floor. Yeah. And then yuck it as far as I can. (laughs) (laughs) You do so. Yeah. Um. Thanks again. I just want to take the time to like appreciate them and thank them. I was like, I would have definitely been toast, and I was not trying to lose one of my lives there. I clasp my hands together and kind of give you like a small bow. So, sorry guys, I'm trying to stay with my characters. Kind of, uh, he's busy rummaging through this thing that he killed, armor, (laughs) and he grabs this the scroll, stuffs it in. You see, he's already got a few scrolls Mm -hmm. in there. Um, Takes the pouch of money. Um, He's looking for anything useful. He's like. That chainmail whip thing's kind of cool. So, of course, he'll take that. Yeah. <laughs> then he's like, wait, oh, something weighs too much. Oh, and he looks up and he sees, oh, and he stops. And he kind of like realizes <laughs> that there's something going on here and pulls that sword out and he looks at you guys and he flicks it away and puts it away. Um, forgive me. It's no problem. We've all been here before. We go through things like that. Um, if you guys want to rock together for the rest of the tournament, in case we run into any more teams, I'd be down for that. You seem hmm. injured. I'd prefer that uh, you not wander off alone as it is. I appreciate that. I'm So you see, I'm kind of thinking that over. I'm like, it is interesting. There's I've seen several things that I wouldn't have anticipated in this tournament. People hunting people that are no, they're not warlords. They're carrying maps, and they're hunting warlords. Mm-hmm. I've seen... Warlords banding together, taking advantage of warlords that are by themselves. I think there's more to this than there lets on. I'm, I'll agree to that. I'll agree to those terms for now. It is definitely a sketchy tournament that we're in. It's not something that we're used to. I feel like this is definitely something out of the ordinary. Well, I don't... I joined the tournament knowing that there would be opportunities for honorable combat. And for the most part, what I've seen is dishonorable combat through and through, which is something I'm perfectly fine with as well. However, it makes us have to think a little bit more about how we proceed. So be that as it may. Let's travel together and 
see where what the next portal takes us. I don't know. <laughs> and I kind of just chuckle. I'm like, I would say gather everything that you can find that's useful. Well, I was traveling through the desert when I found some vehicles, which is why I tried to take one of their vehicles and like take off. And uh, they did not like that too much. I've been chased for a while, and I was fighting until you guys showed up. Oh. Yeah, you guys saved uh, you say skin. These three vehicles, so I actually, now that kind of everything's kind of, you know, you know the dust figuratively and literally is uh, settled. Um, are those the same vehicles I saw departing their city? Okay. Yes. These vehicles came from, what was the name? Slip? Sif. Sif. Um, I was in Sif when I saw them depart, and the mm-hmm. portal brought me here. I have a feeling that the people that are managing this tournament are interested in making sure the entertainment is uh up to par for the audiences i don't even know how this works but that's an interesting thing which means if we start doing well i'm sure we'll face more Mm -hmm. convoluted uh situations and scenarios Mm -hmm. because it'll draw more viewership i don't viewership or audiences i don't know but this is Interesting. It's safe to say any city we go to, we're probably going to run into a different type of set of people that are right. from the higher ups. Right. I'll hey, I'll whip out the map real quick and locate us and see us. Is there is there a, any other warlords near, or is there anything, or what's that like? The the closest warlords to you would be the three in a law. Okay. Interesting. Another three pack. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I was like, hmm. Yeah. Cody's going to take a look at the wreckage because he's never seen anything like this at all yet. So he's baffled, or I'm baffled, rather. So I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to look like... I've already kind of acknowledged these two, and I'm still just in my own little space. Like Now I'm like, all right, new shit. Like What's going on over here? So I'm going to inspect the vehicles a little bit. Yeah, yeah. These are strange, for sure. I'd like to go into just while they do that. I trust them now. I'd like to just sit there and meditate and heal if I can. Yeah. Absolutely. You take some time to rest and to heal up. Um, That healing potion, I think, has multiple uses, as a matter of fact. So if you wanted to take another swig or whatever. Yeah, for sure, then. I'll do that. Go ahead and roll. About to get me twisted. Hey, nine. It was the. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Oh, my God. That's so much life. Four. That sounds right. All right. There you go, 14. So I'll kind of wander over by, is it Goaty? Is yep, that right? Goaty. Um, I fought a warlord that was powered by some sort of me- mechanism similar to this. These are things I've never seen. My people never crafted things like this. This is, I can say, it definitely isn't from any society or civilization I'm aware of from where I'm from. It's from where you're from, Warlord, just not when you're from. Oh, the shattering. The shattering. It takes things from our past and our future and crashes them all together. Hmm. My uh, goatee, I'm almost offended by what I'm seeing as a person who's lived off the land and, you know is very in tune with nature. These are creations that are outside of nature to me. Like this is like, oh, yeah. this is an affront to what I've experienced in the world. Like this is, they are abominations. It's evil to me. Yeah. Like it is just, dis- these are disgusting creations. Yeah. Are, do they have like, 
What do they power? I mean, I don't know anything about these things, but invest. Can you maybe describe one a little bit in a little bit more detail so we kind of get a sense for what they look like? You've learned some things about these vehicles. Yeah, they're orcish, just what I remember, or they're like very uh, Mad Max ruggish, mm-hmm. just harder to drive than anything. Um, mm. It's like they and they, whoever drives these cares about their vehicles very much because my only goal was to take one to steal one so I could drive it across the desert. And right. you, you got one to start. How did you do that? Oh, that's right. What did I do? Was it money? Was it okay something? What was it? It was a soul coin. Yeah, it was a soul coin. That's right. I had to use a soul coin to get it started. So they're... You tried a gold coin and that didn't work. Mm-mm. But they, these orcs, they had uh, pouches of coins that when you put them up to your ear, you can hear screams. <sighs> and... You can't start the vehicles any other way. It's yeah. Right. That's some sort of fell shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm kind of like... So, actually, I'm, I, with, after he describes that, I go over to one of the vehicles and I, I take out... So, uh, there's a sheath on the side of my... Uh, on my side, and it doesn't actually have a sword in it. But you saw me pull something out of it, right? So, I take the sheath... And I un I pick it out of my uh, my waist wrap, and um, I kind of hold it up to the device and see if there's any kind of reaction between the two. Yeah, there's like a magnetic pull. You can feel it pulling your sheath toward this starting block. Huh. I pull it back. That's interesting. You said the orcs had coins. Yeah, they all carry coins in their pouches. That had screams. Mm -hmm. Hmm. I wander back over to the Kenku to sort of rifle through his belongings to see if I could find any of these said coins. Yeah, you find a pouch of coins. I pick it up and I chuck it over to the... What was your name? Kage. To Kage. Actually, I'm sorry. What I say is you can call me Shadow Dog. That's what his name means. (laughs) Yeah. So that's what I'm referred to. But anyway, I don't tr- I don't know that I trust you enough to know my real name yet. Okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm with the dog. <laughs> Wordlessly toss the coins because like, I don't even want to be touching these. Like they're, Everything about this is sacrilegious to me. Are there markings on them? Do I? Yeah, there's a skull. It's a skull. Oh, okay. Fucking metal as fuck. Yeah. I'd like to pocket the lady that got beheaded too. For, for her, any coins or anything that she had to. Yeah, she has uh, a scroll and a pouch of 100 gold coins as well. Standard warlord oh, yeah, issue. I do that. I should probably grab any other items as well just to take a look at what this felled opponent has for me. Yeah. Uh, the Kenku has a note um, uh, from... Uh, piece of parchment that has on its letterhead two wings and the parchment says um, uh, they'll be coming soon Uh, no more mistakes I, I leave the note with the Kenku no reason for me to keep it, and whoever finds them will know that there were mistakes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Um, 
Man, I'm intrigued by this, and I'm just anyway. Um, I don't even know how to. So one of them looks like a motorcycle, right? Yep. And one of them looks like a like a larger vehicle. Yeah, like an SUV type thing. Okay. Well, I miss. Maybe we can use this to get across the desert faster. I've. I don't even know. I. I don't know how to operate one of these. I don't know anything about it. So. I mean, that was my original plan. I. I drove one here before it got crashed, but right. I couldn't drive one. Maybe we should head to Alal. At least now, when we're potentially at full strength, three on three, we can claim some more scrolls and uh, get some more coin. Is there Cog? Are we able to ask you questions about how many uh, combatants are left in the tournament? Yes, Warlord. There are, and it takes him a moment because it takes me a moment. Sorry. No worries. Um, there I are, need to start a bracket. Including you, there are uh, eight left in the tournament. No, nine. Nine. Yeah, I have a little mini bracket. So the three, if we can eliminate them, that gets us a you know a big chunk of the way towards the end. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I'm that's that's what I suggest. I'm okay, I'm okay to head for those three. Okay. We'll, we'll at least see if they know anything about these three that ambushed me. You might want to take those knives. They might be worth something, or if you want them. Um. Yeah. I mean, anything that I looks like could be traded. Pick them up if he doesn't. And yeah. that shield yeah, doesn't too. The shield, the, <laughs> the shield that the knight had was it pretty good shape. Yeah, it's in great shape. Man, that's worth something. We should take that. Uh, yeah, that way car, we could store put, stuff. We just put everything in the trunk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just throw everything in the car. Yeah. Okay. The you can. Thing. You guys get the distinct feeling that like I'm literally been scavenging out here for a long time. <laughs> like it's yeah. I mean. There's not a single thing on there that doesn't look like it's been fucking modified or, or yeah. potentially from someone else. Yeah. So it's like, yeah. And very weathered, you know, and sunbeat and stuff. So, um, okay, cool. So uh, you said your people were called the, uh, the Khajiit? Yeah, that's my race. Yeah, yeah. Where um, were, where? It's a Shinobi village, basically, where I stayed. And then there was actually samurai, like lions that came through uh, and they killed all like the tigers that we were so it was like two different khajiit races like it was a race war mm. between the khajiits that were just two different villages interesting and i'm looking to kill specifically a warlord that i know is here and he's the guy who killed all like my family and everybody oh. and that's the only reason why i'm here that's a righteous cause mm -hmm. and your people and my people are the kari we were a desert tribe uh, that the authorities disbanded because they did not share our same beliefs, and my people have been spread far and wide, encampment and imprisoned. I was able to escape. So, who were these authorities? Just assorted. Any, we were a wandering tribe. We made the desert our home, and no matter where we landed, we were unwelcome. And those of us who were unable to run were captured by those who did not believe with our believe in our God. So now it is my solemn duty to bring us back together. So whatever I need to do to get to where I'm going, that is my goal. So if we team up, just know that my goal is that alone. Uh, so <clears throat> I, 
I survived the shattering. Mm-hmm. Um, so you guys would know that uh, time is weird, but the shattering, how long ago was it? Like For you? Yeah. Recent. For them, hundreds of years. Okay. Um, but I, I existed in, well, it, since time is kind of fluid, right? Um, but I existed on the plane in this, pl- on this, on this rock, this earth or this planet when it actually happened, um, which is kind of weird. Most people died. Um, but I explained that, uh, my people were, um, basically a group of just, uh, well, elves and humans commingling, existing together, and kind of a you know kind of a feudal Japan kind of society. Um, you know, they valued like study and um, you know contemplation. If you were going to learn something, you'd learn it thoroughly for hundreds of years. You know, so we're long-lived people, but um, unfortunately, they are not. They are no longer around. Um, it's interesting that we all have people that we've lost. Um, I too have lost my people and I've lost my honor because I lost my familiar sword. Um, but that's, I have my ancestors call to me, um, and they re- they require me to take the lives of a thousand warriors to be able to buy back their honor. So I'll be at this for a while. I've well, anyway, <laughs> I feel like we all have a good sense of bond, even just from that of us all explaining our stories. There's like a, more deeper bond of trust like just immediately it's funny you should say bond because that is the mechanic of dungeon world that is most essential so what we're going to do now is each of you is going to write down a bond with this new character that you have met each new character you've made a new friend and so you should describe your bond with them however you would describe that bond that you feel toward this person per 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 group person per person okay and that bond will aid you, and now you can aid each other or interfere. When you help or hinder someone, roll plus bond with them. On a 10 plus, they take a plus one or minus two to their roll, your choice. On a seven to nine, they still get a modifier, but you also expose yourself to danger, retribution, or cost. Okay. Yeah. Yes. I gotta think about these bonds. Yeah. Take your time. Who is inspiring for me? Oh. Okay. Who is compassionate? I have a Kage. Have reference reverence to ancestors and Tengen loss of family. Yeah. Yeah. Um. And the final bonds being written. Um, so anytime you guys want to help each other with um, a, a, a role, if someone's got to do a, a complicated role and they need help, you can do a role and add one for each bond. So it would just be a one. But So like if Matt's trying to roll and... Uh, Jorge wants to help and Jorge rolls a 10 on his assist on his aid then he can give a plus one to Matt's roll okay Ooh, sick 
All right, so for Godi, I've got um, I've uh, there's a mutual there's a not, I wouldn't say mutual. I'm, I have a high respect for his martial prowess. Mm-hmm. Seeing him defeat that uh, barehanded um, that fighter barehanded was impressive. And then with Tengen, Ten Tengen or Tengen? Yeah, Tengen. Tengen. Okay. Uh, empathy for the fact that he and I share a loss of family. Yeah. Um, so I am empathetic towards him. Yeah. Strong bonds are what will get you through this desert wasteland. Um, we now have a party. It's a party up in here. Um, what would you all like to do now? Well, I think we kind of thought that the idea would be we'd get what we can, find useful, load it into one of those infernal machines, and <laughs> yeah, and then mm-hmm. make start making our way towards the lull. Um, I have, yeah. So we, but it's been difficult to kind of figure out scale on these maps. You know, mm-hmm. everything is all fucked up. So we don't. I mean, I don't. I don't know that we know how far away it is. Um, but um, yeah, we'll start heading that way. I guess. Okay. I'll take a. I'll take a soul coin. Yeah. And I'll just thank the soul. Before I use it in the engine, just yeah. appreciate it, and then starting it, start it up. Yeah, you start it up, and it roars into life. This SUV is massive, and you all pile in with your stuff, and you fit comfortably. My hackles rise a little bit. I I don't like this thing, but it's the means to an end, so I kind of just deal with it. Yeah, you head toward a law. On the journey there, you are able to share more stories and continue to build those bonds with each other. You find that you have more in common than you realize and perhaps have already met characters that would interweave with each other's stories in this wasteland. Um, you arrive at a certain point outside of a law and you're watching the map. You approach from the northeast, you're heading southwest, and the... Uh, three dots in the center of a law have not moved. At a certain point, you approach a law and um, let's see, maybe Godi is, is looking at the map and then suddenly your dot is on the other side of a law. Dot disappeared and a dot reappeared diagonal as if it skipped across the city. And you now look up, and you're in the Queen's Garden in the ruined forest southwest of Alal, where you were once northeast. My hackles rise once again. I, I completely blame this on the machine itself at this point. <laughs> I think I, I'm, I don't trust this thing at all, so I kind of am, like, really unsettled by this, like, seeming, like, warp of how we've, tra- like, traveled. But, I, again, like, I'm not the driver, so I'm kind of i'm more tense than i feel like i've ever been in this setting yeah is this something that's obvious to us that we've somehow changed yeah, like, like immediate like snap are we all we all for those of you thing? who are watching the road it was like a white flash and then you're suddenly in the forest i'd like to slam on the brakes yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. fast and the furious are we gonna fucking you know yeah. s- glide slide to stop yeah <laughs> Stop. Um, I'd like to stop and be like, everyone saw that, right? And then some sort of witchery, or I'd like to check with Godi what the map says. I'd point out that we are. Um, this is a Queen's Garden. I was here previously. Uh, we're close to a lull, but we're not quite there now. We're a 
all of this looks familiar. It, it's a forest, so it's hard for me to place exactly where we are, but I can't help but feel like this is retracing some of my steps. Or the the powers that we don't have control over are mocking us and manipulating us. I get the sense that regardless of what we want to do, we'll be confronted by warlords at their choosing rather than ours, and it frustrates me. Mm-hmm. Me as well. I, I vote then let's abandon the car. I, I absolutely agree. I just hop out as soon as that's <laughs> some sort of option. I get the fuck out of that thing. <laughs> <laughs> so let's distribute the the wares that we think we're going to be able to sell. You know, however the hell you want to keep track of it, you know, but we'll make sure that nobody's overly encumbered. You know, people can move and let's just do, cause I think what we might want to do is when we get into a lull is let's trade off some of this stuff for more healing potions and yeah, things like, like that. Um, yep. Yeah. And you know, maybe there's a way we can even find, so is there a rest mechanic in this game similar to D and D? If you do like a full rest, you gain back some hit points yeah. or can you maybe run us through that stuff? Cause yep. I, I remember yep. you said something last session. I can't, Call it. Uh, yep. Uh, yep. Yep. Uh, yep. 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 You know it. Um, moves. You were already in this forest, the same campaign. Yeah, I was a. Uh, fought a ninja around here, so everyone keep your eyes peeled. He was fast, and he was. Yep. And he was very agile. So you didn't finish him. He ran away like a coward. Oh. Was he a warlord? He was, in fact, a warlord. He challenged me, and I, I point to, like, a... There's, like, a gouge kind of in my armor, and there's, like, a little bit of, like, blood stain. He threw some sort of weapon at me, penetrated my armor. He's quite skilled. Keep your eyes peeled. He can attack from any direction, it seems. That excites me. Did you see him on the map? Uh, did he kind of just bail out of nowhere? He just kind of appeared out of nowhere. We should check the map now. If there's any warlord I don't, close to us. I'm starting to not trust this map. Yeah. I mean, that's internal dialogue, yeah, sorry. Yeah. Um, if you make camp, if you settle into rest, you can consume a ration, and then if you get uh, a few hours of uninterrupted sleep, you can heal damage equal to half your max HP. Oh, nice. Mm-hmm. Okay. So really, rest is how you heal. Okay. Um... And you gotta eat. I'm okay to find the nearest city or town to eat. Yeah, how long? If we don't take the vehicle, can we surmise maybe how long it'll take us to get to into a lull? Basically, I'm just trying to decide if it's smart for us to camp now. Yeah, yeah. Um, find a, a you know a strategic place to camp, mm-hmm. or if we should try to press on because ultimately, I think our priority, if we're going to be a team, we need to get you up to full strength. Thanks, I appreciate that. Yeah, I'm at 14 out of 19. Okay, so you're pretty close, yeah, but close, still. But yeah, yeah. Because like, if we, we rested, had for the future, uh, if we had heal potions for the future, that would that'd probably. Yeah. Really or if we even rested a few hours uninterrupted, you probably would get to full because yeah. half your health would have been what, like nine or something. Yeah, so you yeah. would definitely heal that up. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I'm I'm saying we might as well take advantage of. Yeah, I am you know, for both of them. He was ambushed in these same parts of the woods. Yeah. So if we wanted to stay here, maybe just keep. Definitely do watch. Yeah, absolutely. Watch, yeah. Do I know that? Would, would I have ever spent time in this in the Queen's Garden? Would I have journey? I don't think I. I, I wasn't. You know, we didn't hobnob it around in a lull since it was the capital and stuff. We right. were distant from here. You would not have. Would we have heard of it? You would have heard of it. It's the. It's like the 
the, the kingdom's like crown jewels, their right. forest. Yeah. I'm going to like sniff around and see if like this was at all close to where I originally camped in this area. Yeah, it's very close. So I'm going to kind of like get like a get a bearings on where we are and like slowly kind of acclimate and be like I am maybe not familiar with this exact area, but it I can kind of catch a scent of where I was before and I bring up like hey, I made camp close by to here. I can still smell where I was, where I was camping was safe enough. I was ambushed, but with, an, with three people, I feel like I had a safe area to camp. So let's take a look. Is there a way to see, is this, is it pretty difficult to like see the sun? Is this more, no, nope. or the trees are dead? The trees are dead. Okay. All right. Yep. Um, how, what time of day is it? I it's, mean, I know that that is relative, but it's beginning to be evening now. Okay. Well, maybe we can make a partway there. Once it starts getting really dark out, we can find a spot to camp. Um, at least to get you rested up. Mm. So um, is Alal the closest city to us still? Yeah. Okay. I'm curious though because I have this idea potentially that this portal like basically brought you back to where you were. You know when you went through it. You know it took you. It's like a recall or something. Yeah. But I don't know. Uh, while we're walking, Cog. And you guys notice that I don't really. I kind of talk to it like a thing rather mm. than a. Tell, what can you tell me about these portals? What are you allowed to tell us? The portals are operated by the Realm Ocean Walkers. They are beings of incredible power who help run the tournament. That is the purview of the attendant. And are they is the is what binds us to the, them this? The marking is so that you may be recognized by others, but that is not how you attract. I was going to cut mine off. Uh, and the cog looks very nervous. Why? Uh, no reason. Right. You just get nervous for no reason. Yeah. Cog, do you know how we got here? Well, yeah. You... The city of Alal is protected, and... Any such vehicles that use the Hellspawn are not permitted to pass through. So yep. it was the vehicle. Yeah, okay. you, you knew it. <laughs> I look at that thing again, and I'm like, that's fucking right. I don't like that thing. Yeah. <laughs> you, go, you go over and lift a leg on it. <laughs> You're like, no, you don't want to mark that thing. Fuck that. It's not that could belong to anybody else. <laughs> it could be a catastrophic anachronism during the shattering. could... What we're trying to do is prevent the shattering from shattering as much as it's shattering. So the more we can keep it in its time, the better it is for everyone. Hmm. What does that mean for people that are trying to enter a law that are not of the time? They represent an anachronism. It's something that, uh, well, it's bad magic. It can tear reality apart. We are going to have to be careful because mm-hmm. technically I don't believe you two are of this time. Mm-mm. The warlords should be protected by some magic. The attendant also provides. Mm. But I, 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 what? Okay. I, I'm getting be? all sorts of weird, like fucking vibes here, but that's how hard would it be for, for me to rig up the old car? We just took for like a car bomb. If someone else tried to turn it on. Uh, you could probably figure that out. Why don't you roll and yep. let's say uh, intelligence. Add your int. 
Minus one? Yeah. Wait, that's uh, No, that's not that's intelligence. Minus one for sure. It's okay. Hey, ten. So nine? Yeah, you don't really know what you're doing, but you <laughs> rig up something that will definitely explode if someone tries to use it. <laughs> I'm fucking yeah. definitely not touching <laughs> that thing now. Alright. Alright, we're good. Now we I feel comfortable leaving this car. Okay. I hope another warlord comes and tries. <laughs> All right. Um, yeah. So I guess let's let's start kind of walk a bit, you know. And once it starts getting dark enough to where we think it, we need to make camp. Let's do that. All yeah. right. I kind of point them in the direction of where I believe my old camp was because I believe I was like kind of close to some like a source of water. Yeah. Hmm. Very useful. All right. Using Goaty's skills, you're able to make your way back to his old camp, and you find that it has been undisturbed. Um, you're close to a source of water that has trickled through the Queen's Garden in a lull. Uh, used to be a mighty river. Now it's just a trickle stream. But it's enough to get good, clean water, as clean as you're going to get anyway. Um, you make camp. Settle into rest. Each of you consumes a ration. You settle in for the night. Uh, if you're somewhere dangerous, decide the watch order as well. If you have enough XP, you may level up. Uh, if you get a few hours on uninterrupted sleep, you heal half your max HP. Okay. Um, so I would say let's maybe, uh, make sure that at least each person gets that, that level of rest so that if you had any damage, we'd get rid of all of it. Um, I can, I don't know. I don't need to. As a half-elf, I don't need to sleep as much, um, but I would be glad to do either first or last watch. I don't care, either one. Yeah, um, I can take either one. I, I was very minimally damaged, so I don't need too much rest. Okay. I'd like to rest immediately, given yeah. that yep. it's evening and the sun's up and I'm a cat. Yeah, <laughs> we would absolutely. Yeah. I'll be up at three. Okay, okay. Yeah. Cool. We would absolutely insist. Do you, wanna, do you break up watch into two or three? Like, is there a first, three. middle, and long, or how do you? You can do three. It's up to you guys. Okay. Um, I'll do, yeah, you go ahead and rest now. Mm -hmm. Um, if you want to rest, I'll do first watch and then maybe you take mid watch mm -hmm. and then you take last watch. That works for me. Okay. Cool. Okay. During mid watch, uh, that'd be you. Mm -hmm. I want you to roll and add your wisdom modifier. I'm glad that wasn't me. Zero. No, it's all good. Got it. I am not very wise. Seven. All right, on a seven to nine, you react just a moment too late. Your companions in camp are awake but haven't had time to prepare. They have weapons and armor but little else. You're attacked by... Um, a giant turd. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go to my manual of monsters. Ooh. You're attacked by... No, they wouldn't be there. They're on the other side. Oh, this will be fun. Chaos Ooze. What are those? <laughs> the barrier between this world and the elemental planes is not, as you might hope, a wall of stone. It's much more porous. Places where the civil races do not often tread can sometimes, how to put this, spring a leak. 
like a dam, come just a little loose. Bits and pieces of the chaos spill out. Sometimes they'll congeal like an egg on a pan. That's where we get the material for many of the guild's magical trinkets. Useful, right? Sometimes, though, it squirms out and squishes around a bit and stays that way, warping all it touches into some other strange form. Chaos begets chaos, and it grows. Its instinct is to change, to cause a change in appearance or substance, briefly bridge the planes. Special qualities are to ooze. So <laughs> The ooze. Yeah. That cheese was oozing. Yeah. <laughs> So this ooze, it approaches your camp. You're uh, surrounded by a pool of dark energy, chaotic, chaotic energy, like little sparks of lightning arcing across it. And it's a, uh, a red ooze that is slowly, like the blob, approaching your camp. Uh, Yeah. So are we Sorry, all? Yes. <laughs> that's not <laughs> you your fault. It was coming regardless. Um, are we all awake and can? You're take all action? awake. You have your weapons and armor. So is it like one giant thing, or it's is one it... giant thing? Okay, it's not like around us, surrounding us, like a pool. It's it's like a big pool. It's surrounding you. It's coming at you in like a horseshoe kind of formation. Well, uh, let I I don't know. I'm of the mind that we just get up and fucking run. Yeah. I don't know yeah. how fast yeah. it is. I don't. Um, I see something without limbs and a body to hit. So I'm like, I'm not touching that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I would as well get the fuck out of there. So yeah, yeah. Gather as much of our shit and go if we can. Like just grab what we can, quick yeah. access to, yeah. and run. Yeah, you uh, run in the direction toward a law. I imagine. Yep. Mm-hmm. All right. It's still the middle of the night, so it's very dark. Um, it's a treacherous path through these woods in the dark. Um, I don't know. Maybe you've got the ability to kind of, well, you can I probably can see, see really well yeah, and you can probably it. smell and stuff. I'll just follow behind no, these I'll two. Kinda, yeah. Just use yeah. my nose to like, make sure I'm not about to like run smack dab into anything. Very so good. yeah, if it could be me in front, then, and then you guys just line up behind me. It works. As you, um, is, is that thing... I mean, is it slow? And, it's slow. Okay. Yeah. Probably one of those things that like just is like ambush quietly yeah. kind of thing. Okay. Yeah. Get you while you're pretty sleeping. horrifying, actually. Yeah. Yeah. If you hadn't rolled any higher, you would have been like smothered to death by it. So <laughs> that's nice, you know. That's nice. <laughs> <laughs> Thank goodness. Um. So yeah, as you head closer to the city of Alal, you begin to notice that the terrain changes slightly. The grass under your feet begins to sprout out in patches and then in carpets. Um, foliage returns to the trees in small bits and then in more and more. Um, you're approaching the shattering and the moment when the world fell. Um, and I think we'll take a, a break there. Um, I will, we'll call it an episode there, I think. Okay. Oh, yeah. Nice. nice. All right. Thank you, everybody, for joining me for this session of Dungeon World and uh, Warlords Crisis Tournament. Uh, does anybody have anything they'd like to plug coming up next month, November? Nope, not yet. No, no. no. All right. Just as always, I'd like to plug the Empty Parlor on uh, punninggame.com. Make sure you check that out. Yeah, hell yeah. Cool. All right. Thank you, folks, for listening. And uh, we've got another episode of Warlords Crisis Tournament coming up right now. Awesome. Sick.